Sean Capri, and welcome to We the GamerCast that publishes on YouTube.com slash Carpool Gaming and podcast services around the world and the solar system and the galaxy and the local cluster every single Monday. But patrons get it first. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you for telling your mom, for telling your dad, for walking down the street and telling a person across the street, hey, We the GamerCast, listen to it. Are you listening to it? What what are the chances? What would what wouldn't that be amazing if you tried to tell somebody, hey, you should listen to We the Gamer Cast, and they're like, dude, I already am, and then you become best friends. Maybe you get married. Maybe amazing things happen. You never know. Welcome to the show. I'm stoked that you guys are here. There's lots to talk about. We've got a very interesting conversation coming up with my old friend Grouchy Surge. Uh, but I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself because if you're new, here's the deal. Every week I have sweet hangs with a friend or stranger from the internet, and if you want to let me know what you think or if you want to be on the show. Uh, just tweeted me at Sean Capri, Sean like Connor, Capri like the pants. I want you guys to join in the Discord. Many of you guys are listening. Many of you are already in the Discord. I just want to put a call out there. Um, you're welcome on in. Everybody is welcome. You don't have to be a patron. You don't have to be a paying member to uh, be part of our Discord. Everybody is there. We're all having a good time. And um, we'd love to have you. So there. What do you guys think about that? I've been... How are you guys? You guys okay? I've been busy, man. This week has like totally flown by. As I'm sitting down to record this, I'm like, didn't I just, (laughs) didn't I just do this? Isn't, wasn't I just talking to Luke Lore a second ago? But no, this is, this is how time works. But, um, time flies when you're having fun. I hope you guys are doing all right. I want to draw your attention quickly over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash carpool gaming, where you can find amazing exclusive content at the $3 tier and up. We appreciate everybody who supports us, and um, we just launched another exclusive episode of the Console War Room with Mr. Badbit, and I don't know about you guys, maybe some of you have listened to it already, but uh, these these Console War Rooms, they start out like jokey joke, like, haha, Console War, like, isn't that dumb, and isn't that silly, and let's, uh, we're still friends. We're getting a little spicy, I think, on this show. We're getting a little, we're, we're, we're going places, man. We're uh, we're really hitting hard, I would say. We're not, we're, we're not really pulling any punches, Mr. Babbitt and I. So there was a couple of moments in there I think I was caught a little off guard. Like, okay, we're we're going for it. So hopefully you guys enjoy that. If you are interested in that, patreon.com slash carpool gaming, just like nearly 90 of you, which is insane. We are, we are going to the moon, you guys. You guys are insane. And I want to sp- uh, thank, I want to spank. <laughs> gonna say a special thanks and a thanks and apparently i'm spanking everybody our ultimate producers tony baker from quest for pixels you can subscribe to youtube.com slash quest for pixels dallas Ford, the co-host of the blame game support dallas on youtube and get these guys to 100 subs links in the show notes emily o'kelly trucker sloth jonathan brown of course the man behind the music on the xbox drive and the nintendo drive download his album in my element on spotify and apple music drag the handsome host from the house of mario podcast lee navarro the fearless leader of the phoenix overdrive extra life team skinny matt hosting carpool gaming community night uh, follow him at twitch.tv slash skinny matt k and again all the links to all these amazing people are in the show notes click on every single one follow subscribe all that good stuff our platinum producers brendan myers dano marcus mccracken mostly martinez who i'm going to be talking to next week becky rubin navarro robbie bobby miller and rj kern and all of our gold members anna argo ashley nicholson cecily carota dallas robbins Foolish Fuji, Jose Jimenez, Mac Time, Marcus O'Neill, Nagachaka, The Snack Network, Tom Danks, and Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots. And I feel like there may have been one or two maybe new people, but Patreon was down. As I'm sitting down to record this, I'm not able to uh, to look anything up. So if you're new, I'll get you guys next week. I'm so sorry, but um, thanks to everybody for supporting us. You guys are just crazy, man. Whew, I'm a little out of breath. Uh, this time next week, 
Man, I am I am headed in for a bit of a nuts week. I've been talking about this for a while. I've been looking forward to this for a while. Uh, professionally, very cool opportunity. I get to go to Kelowna, British Columbia. If you don't know it, you, you, you should look it up. If you know it, man, Kelowna is a very special place. I'm really looking forward to going. And I get to do uh, I get to do this. I get to do like a public kind of speaking session thing, which is awesome. I was um, I was in Vancouver last month doing something similar. This one is even more. I don't know. I'm looking forward to this one even more because it's more it's a conversation rather than more of a presentation. So I get to sit down on a fancy couch and kind of just do like a let's talk about the smart things that we've done. I'm really, really looking forward to it. And um, but guys, it's right in the middle of Summer Games Fest. Last week, we we got our, our first glimpse into stuff as PlayStation did their thing. If you missed our reactions on the PlayStation Drive, go to YouTube.com slash Carpool Gaming. We live reacted. We talked about it afterwards on the PlayStation Drive. It's all there. And I'm getting like, can we just can we just say it? I don't know if anybody is really saying it. we're just kind of like moseying on into June here. But like E3 Christmas is here. Why isn't anybody saying this stuff? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Welcome to e- here. I'll do it. Welcome to E3, everybody. June is here. The craziness is here. Let's all fight each other about video games and all that stupid stuff. But in all seriousness, I am so excited. Devolver Digital is launching their thing on the June on June 9th. Um, Keely's doing his thing on June 9th. I feel like there's another thing that I'm missing. And then after I get home from Kelowna, which I'm going to try to figure out how I'm doing all the streaming and all the podcasting and content creation from a hotel room. Once again, um, I will come home on Friday. I'm going to record with mostly Martinez. I'm pretty sure that's next week. Then Saturday morning, I fly out to Toronto. I land at 240. If you're in the Toronto area, hit me up because we are going to go to two places that evening. We're going to go to Rudy's at 6 p.m. and free play at 8 p.m. in Toronto and both are on College Street and we're going to hang out all evening. We're going to have lots of fun. We're going to play some games. We're going to have a couple drinks. I, I think I'm just going to like maybe just a Diet Pepsi. Diet Pepsi. You know, I got my I got my, my or Diet Coke even. I got my Diet Coke here. So uh, if you want to get together, if you're in the area, please hit me up. I am so looking forward to it. It'll be uh, me. And, I mean, I'm going to miss some people here, but me and Nagachaka and Jordan LaRose and Brock McLaughlin and Court uh, Lalonde and Ryan, uh, Ryan Turford and all these other people. My goodness gracious. Andrew Watson, I think, is going to be there. There's so many people. Uh, everybody, this is not just a, this is an open invite. And we'll see how that turns out. This could be a disaster, but um, this is where we're going to be. I'm looking forward to it. Toronto, this is what it's all about, you guys. Holy crap. Okay. Um, I'm still working out, still feeling okay. I put on Twitter the other day, I'm like, my eating is not getting any better. And I did have, I had one morning in particular, I had one evening and one night where I'm like, my mood is not the best. And I was in a bit of a poopy pants mood. I really had to work myself out of it. And honestly, I just went to the gym on Friday morning and I felt better. Like I just, I could just stay there all day, man. And then last night I slept on the couch for a couple hours and my back is all messed up. So I'm, I'm just like progressing through it. I feel like on Twitter, it's like, I did another workout. Yeah. And everybody's great and everybody's uh, encouraging and stuff. But like there's, there's struggles along the way that I, you don't get the entire picture on Twitter. You never really do. But that's all I really wanted to say about that. The, the work continues and I am enjoying it. I feel like I'm getting stronger and that is what I'm what I'm focused on right now. Now, what you should focus on right now is my conversation with Grouchy Surge. He's the founder, co-founder of the Backlog Busters. Many of you also listen to that podcast um, and join that community as well. I encourage you, if you haven't already, to follow Grouchy on on Twitter at Grouchy. That's two R's on Grouchy. I am a proud and prolific supporter of many of these indie podcasts. And this conversation goes in an interesting place. And I'm going to talk to you guys about it on the other side. So please enjoy my conversation with Grouchy Surge. 
help you, I will. Was was uh, the orcs or like the peons? Was it? Is it basically just a Yoda impression? Um, possibly. Like, is it almost like two on the nose, Yoda? Like, it's just backwards children's monster talk. I haven't played Warcraft in so long. I just remember that's pretty impressive. Keep keep clicking on things. They make noises and say things. And that was explode. Or was that Diablo? Uh. No, it was definitely Warcraft. I'm trying to remember if there's anything in Diablo like that, but definitely, definitely Warcraft. That was that was like just Blizzard humor back then. Just click on stuff and see what happens. Yeah, and it was like and, the height of it, comedy. Click on it 700 times. You just never know. And the best thing was all those sound effects were on the CD. You could actually go in and find them. You could and set them for Windows notifications and prompts. I never dug that deep. Oh, you should, you should do it sometime. I was too busy playing Diablo 2 and StarCraft. Diablo 2 scared me. Did it? After the devil. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't supposed know. to be I, I messing with devil 1. stuff. I saw Diablo 1 and I thought it was dumb. And then Diablo 2 yeah. came out and it changed everything for me. Why Why did you... Was it a demo disc? Why did you try it? Uh, friends were playing it and it was multiplayer. Yeah. So yeah. I, was in, I was in college at the time. And what else do you have to do? I mean, are you going to study? No. Or are you gonna play Dungeons and Dragons and Diablo and all kinds of other things? Did you do tabletop? Did you do D and D? I did. Um, I had a brief experimentation with it when I was in grade school. Yeah. And it didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Um, but then in college, I met up with the right people, and <laughs> I think the one dungeon master we had like a two or a three year campaign. Mm-hmm. All Good kinds of God. Crazy stuff. Did, was it like a was this like a Sherpa of some sort to like bring you along like to, to teach you like I feel like I would need somebody like at my side 24 no, hours a, basically a life coach for D&D it was the Scientology pitch we all joined a call <laughs> what? <laughs> Only a few of us what? Survived. no it was it was just uh, we were bored and we did stuff and you know and then we had a summer <laughs> break and we came back the next year and he just continued the campaign Come so he on. just kept planning stories and People got super attached to your characters, and like yeah. when a couple of people died, that's that's kind of when everything fell apart. Like, and they die for like I, I man, I'm just this is where I'm like a, I feel like a fake nerd. Like I have just no concept of D and D. Like like very very little. It's like yeah, I played like Dragon Age or Baldur's Gate a little bit. <laughs> so maybe that counts a little. I'm not sure. I don't think so. Though. I mean, it's all rooted in D and D. It's it's yeah. all just a matter of. You know, using your mind to come up with scenarios and try to outwit the dungeon master. <laughs> that's the last thing that happens in a video dice. game. Well, it's yeah, the dice rolls. That's it. That's the die. <laughs> that's the only thing I think. And it's like fantastic. Yeah, but in a lot of those RPGs, you get to make decisions and make choices. Like that's true. You know, that's like true. Bioware tried to take that in a good way with Mass Effect and Dragon Age. Even you had well, certain that, yeah, decisions. Yeah, that's Baldur's Gate. That's the... right there. Yeah. Yeah, it was all fun. Until somebody fell off a horse and died. Oh, is that like, and it can be, that's like, it just seems like I, the part that I guess I don't really have an understanding on among many other things about D&D is like, it just seems like you can just like make something up and like either win or be totally ruined by this made up thing that you never could have possibly seen coming. Like actually the, I don't know, the centaur has a magic wand that turns you into a sheep and well, now you're and that, screwed. That's where you need a better dungeon master 
who can think on his feet, has yeah. his idea of the scenario, but then, I mean, the, the dungeon master only can control so much. You come up with the ideas, you come up with what you think are the solutions, and then you have like five characters playing and they're all like, yeah, let's do this instead, or let's mm. let's just do what we want. And then the dungeon master can either roll with it or they can try to like force roll you to get in line. Yes, exactly. That's a D20 Megan. joke right there. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling with my homies, yo. <laughs> Stop. That's actually, that'd be a great shirt. I'd like to see it. I want to know if like, do you like, do you still have a, a need or like a, a yearning for D&D now? Like I, I imagine you're, you're probably just too busy. I imagine these were a day, days of before, days of well, war. I mean, it's the same as with everything else that you look back on in your youth. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I still like Rob Zombie, Days of the New, Marilyn Manson, and Guar, and it's all because that's the crap <laughs> I grew up listening to. That's what I was into. <laughs> so I look back, and I'm like, man, I would I would kill to, like, meet up with, like, five or six of these people and just sit down and have a and d session. Yeah. You know? and, and in theory, we can do it over Skype, and that could be fun totally. and everything. But... I look back on Magic the Gathering the same way. Like, yeah. I enjoyed oh, really? the years that I spent playing that and traveling to tournaments and just meeting up with friends and play testing. And yeah, I mean, I would never want to get back into it, but I miss it. That is an interesting statement. I would never want to get back into it, but I miss it. Oh, it's expensive. That, that's a, that's a, well, and that I was just going to, it's that reeks of acceptance. Well, it, it also is the fact that, I have an addictive personality. Sure. So yeah. usually when I have like a hobby, that hobby yeah. is the one that dominates my life. Yeah. So when I was I into Magic like... the Gathering in college, like that's what I did. My money went to packs of cards and buying cards online and collecting mm -hmm. foreign versions of it and then foreign foil versions of it, <laughs> making sure there wasn't an English word in my deck, um, <laughs> going to tournaments with a complete foreign foil deck that I spent way too much money on. But I'm like, Come people on. are like, what does that card do? I'm like, hold on, let me dig the English version out for you. No way. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's fun. You get into something and then you really, really get into it. Mm -hmm. You know, and it was the same way with like, especially like video games when I was like a little kid. It was like, you know, and that's what I see like with my kids. It's like, oh, this is what I want to do. And this is what I want to do all the time. Right. Um, Why would I know? ever want to do anything else? Like, obviously, this is what I'm enjoying. This is the best way to use my time. There's nothing else in the world. Exactly. And as we get older, um, technology evolves. Everything starts going crazy. And now the world feeds off of addictive personalities. That's true. Know? That's what Twitter and Facebook and TikTok is like. Yeah. You know, um, Instagram videos. My wife will sit there and scroll through them. I'm like, are you really on TikTok? She's like, no, these ones are on Instagram. I know. You know my 16 Have year old never to gets clear off TikTok. That? Are you not like scrolling through reels or shorts or whatever? Like, is that just something? Uh, no, you I uninstalled it. Because <laughs> like, it's on. The thing is, it's on uh, everything. It's so everywhere. Is, I was enjoying TikTok. I was like, I was getting into a barbecuing community and. Yeah, um, I was like posting like what I was cooking on there and interacting mm -hmm. with people. And then like the next thing I knew, it was like, I'm on TikTok all the time. Yeah, it's like I could be doing something productive. But instead, I'm like, oh, look at that joke. Hey, I can't make ribs that good. 
I know. I'm like, what am I even looking at here? Like that that's usually I try to have some sort of like flag for myself of like now's the time to put it down. Okay, because it's just like because it, it's endless. There's yeah. not like you've reached the end. There's no marker of any sort. So what I try to do is like, have I seen this one before? <laughs> like that's usually a good <laughs> that's a good thing to go. Like maybe I should keep or maybe move but, on to something else. Yeah, but like I, what I, am I supposed to do? Not have YouTube on my phone? Like do you just not have YouTube on your phone? Uh, I've never been into YouTube. Wow. But, yeah, I don't watch it. I, I watch the Snack Network videos on there to make sure we get an extra view and I like them. And, yeah, but yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not into YouTube. I don't really go on Instagram. I've cut off most social media, actually, at this point. Have I, uninstalled, you really? I uninstalled Facebook, so if I want to go check on something, I have yeah. to go to the, the web version on my phone. Oh, and, yeah, that is such a pain in the butt. Like, yeah, you're not going to end up doing it. I could it. just pull up an app. It would be so much easier. It's um, funny. I did the same thing with Twitter for for a while, and I I ended up going through the pain in the butt of going to Twitter on a yeah. web browser. And I'm like, I guess I'm installing this thing back again. So I I have a cyclical kind of thing with this. I try it, but and then I kind of give in. And right now I am totally given in. I have right. YouTube. I've got I've got Instagram on there, and it's just like, and I have TikTok there for because uh, because we're just getting on there with um, carpool gaming and stuff. Oh, like I don't want I don't want on. any of these things. I feel like I need like a different phone. I don't know, or maybe I keep it on my iPad or something that I, if I need to go, maybe that's a good idea. I'm literally just like thinking this as I as I talk. That's probably the best idea. Yeah. So like um, with TikTok, the whole goal in TikTok is to get to a thousand followers. Yeah. Once you hit a thousand followers, you can go live. So yeah, that's, that's really still my only TikTok goal. So mm-hmm. I started going back on there and I'm going to start like just posting like some little things here and there. You know, I, I'm close. I just need a few more hundred followers and I'll get it. And then that way I can just go on there and drink a beer. And well, like, do, the, do the super the satisfying, do the super satisfying videos of like shaving your head. Just like that. You get the ASMR just as the blade oh, is yeah. doing its thing. How? How are you? Just straight blade? Do you do you like pick it? What do you? you, Yeah. Well, it depends on how lazy I'm being. Like I would never be able to do it. In theory, if I could not be lazy, I would just straight blade it once a week. Yeah. That doesn't work, so it goes like a month, and then I have to use a razor because once it gets so thick, you're not going to straight blade it. Hmm. Yeah. It it all comes down to laziness. I just I don't want to come home and like shave before I shower. So if I'm not going to do that, then I have to yeah. wake up early and shave. And at that point, you have to shower again because now you have like hair all over you and shaving cream. And what a mess! This is why you let the you face know, being stuff bald grow sucks, out. Man. I know this is because looks I good hate shaving. I appreciate I do, that. I My wife got thing. used to it, which is the nice thing. And yeah. I just I grow it till she tells me I'm looking homeless, and then I'll trim it back down <laughs> and start growing it again. But man, I and I told her once once we're retired and I'm out of work, I'm going to have a big ass beard. Yeah, man. Like, I saw pictures of me last year and it was like it was full and it was long. And I'm like, hey, babe, I miss this. And she goes, shut the fuck up. <laughs> hey. <laughs> like, OK, OK. She keeps me in my place. Like without yeah. her, like I wouldn't shave. I'd be like Jason Lacey times four, except for not well maintained. Yeah, he's, I was going to say like his beard looks, looks pretty good. I, but then it's the same thing that people have when they try to grow out their hair. Like you have some sort of like weird middle stage. Which, by the way, happens like if I were to try to grow out a beard, like I would have a weird middle stage. 
Like it's it, it's you're a you're in a good spot. A you, weird middle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, probably all of it. Yeah. I just can't imagine that there's a there's a good outcome if I try to go for it. But I'm well, always jealous of like a a nice beard. Well, like with me, I've I've had facial hair since like middle school. I mean, I yeah. had the typical like mustache <laughs> that comes in for high schoolers. I got that during middle school. Yeah. So like since then, I've almost always had some sort of facial hair. As soon yeah. as I could grow the goatee, I I did it and just shaved the cheeks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then just over time, it's like, now I'm a bearded guy. And what I think would my you... kids have only seen me like clean shaven twice. What If you were able to like travel through time, what would your like 15, 16 year old self think of grouchy now? Man, you need to go on a diet, fatty. (laughs) You know, we were fat when we were young. And then like 15, 16 year old, that's like the time when I was like walking the town all the time. Yeah. I mean, I ate unhealthy and everything, but you have a better metabolism. And I was always out, always walking. So I like slender for me. That was like 180 pounds. Yeah. 190. Like that was that was my ideal weight. Cause are you tall? I don't. We, I, it's hard to believe like that we haven't actually met in person. I, I, I mean, feel like we have. I feel. I really do. I, well, that doesn't hasn't stopped me before. <laughs> You'll come to I've Vegas. Climbed, I've climbed over Disney the wall before. Something. That's the thing. It's not even like you're in like I don't know Alaska or some remote like, I don't know Hawaii or something like. I, I it's mean, Vegas. Like you think I'd be there or something. I don't know. One, of, one of my goals is to slowly meet people from the podcasting world. It's, it's a or, good goal, Or man. like even just the community. Yeah. Like, that's my I goal mean, too. I met the Ninformant and that was a lot yes. of fun. Yes. You know, I've hung out with Dave. Same. Um, yeah. Seth, when he used to be on PSVG. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> yeah. snap. He Holy came cow. to Vegas at one point. Like we hung out, went to the Pinball Hall of Fame. See, that's the thing. Like, we're all coming to Vegas. Everybody, it's a, it's a gravitational pull. We'll all be around there at some point. Yeah, you get to just stay put. You don't Vegas. have to go anywhere. That's right. That's it, Are you coming to Extra year. Life? You coming to Extra Life? Come on to Extra Life. I can't this year. Yes, you can. We don't have money, Sean. Uh, we're just broke. Walk. It was just oh, I'm sorry. to New York. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, throw your thumb up in the on the, on the road. Whoa. No. Yeah. Hitch up my leg a little bit. Show some hair. When I don't, I don't like, I don't like putting any pressure on anybody. Um, but I need to pressure people a little bit to come, you know, Yeah. because it, it is fun and it's very cool, but it's totally understandable that it's like, yeah, not next door. And I have to, well, I have to really, like, that, I, but, like I have places go? to stay. I have, you know, yeah. I could, I could make like a week of it. I could go mm-hmm. out. I could visit Dave in Ohio. Yeah. Well, Dave will be there. Theory. Dave's coming too. Dave's is coming. He? Oh, he I just doesn't so. know it yet. He doesn't know. I don't know well, if he knows. We'll 100%. do like a snack network thing. Exactly. We'll just, we'll just stream taste tests. Like this for is instance, the thing. This flaming hot Mountain Dew that I'll be drinking during our Man, recording. I was supposed to do um, a snack wrap thing from McDonald's, and I finally like remember. Dave reminded me for like the seventeenth time, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go do it. I drive up, and it's not available. I'm like, ah, oh, I was supposed to make my snack network debut. That's and okay. I, I you don't can know. make it up with something else. You I guess so. We don't have post- a lot of variety here. You can find anything you haven't tried before. What? Wait, can you show me what? What do you? What do you have there? What is? What orange madness this here is, is this? Flaming hot Mountain Dew. Why does anybody want? And how many versions and variants of Mountain Dew are there? Six we have like three thousand. Yeah, we have like three total. Like one, two, three. Um, we got on like their the website, blue one. they just released one that hasn't been out for a decade. So oh, they re-released yeah. it online only. So many people get to buy it and they'll send it to what? people. What? 
So Dave and I will be trying that one some morning here in the near future. That is seriously hardcore soda research. Well, like, this is the thing. I got an There's email saying for- it was available. <laughs> Come on. Who's on a I, Mountain I'm Dew on the Mountain email Dew mailing list? list. <laughs> who's on a Mountain Dew email list? Who's what not, is happening Sean? right now? <laughs> that, you actually sounded like Dave when you said that. That is wow. amazing. You know, one this of my is, favorite things news. of the past year <laughs> is recording with Dave for the Snack Network. I get it, man. I get it. Definitely. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, tell me how come. Why? Tell me more. Why? It's yeah. it's something like, I different. Get it. mm-hmm. Like, I absolutely love podcasting. Yeah. And, you know, the other week when you called me out and said, where the hell am I on my own podcast? Yeah. Like, that's on my notes. <laughs> where the hell are you? How you did you skip let happen? No. Well, sure. Uh, I don't know. I guess we're there. I what is wait. this? Have you ever had screwball peanut butter whiskey? Oh, no. I haven't had a drink in a long, like an actual like drink drink in a in a bit. It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Me just too. eating Oreos. So, I'm just eating Oreo cookies yeah, instead. That's my problem is I'm eating. Where do those come from? Dave. Why are they in this house? What the heck is going on? Chelsea. I'm like tr- trying Sabotage. to get active and there are double stuffs in the house. Like mm-hmm. get them out of my sight, dude. I just need like so, cans of tuna around. That's all. I'll have like cat food for God's sake. What, what do you put in your tuna? Do you just eat plain tuna out of a can? You, sometimes, yeah. Really? Yeah, That's I would. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Mustard and mayonnaise. I'm not a. Ma- yeah, definitely. Like when Pickles I'm when I'm feeling jalapenos. when I'm feeling you know fancy when I'm looking for a treat. Yeah, and maybe throw some like pickles in there. My wife has yes. me throwing uh, avocados in there because evidently it's healthy. Ah, well, that's the thing I can't wrap my head around too. It's like, is avocados killing me? Like, is it is it putting stuff on my on my waistline, or is this the best thing I'm supposed to have? I can't tell. I don't it's have too the answers much. for anything. I know the Oreos are bad, the ice cream is <laughs> bad, the chips <laughs> the are bad. Probably bad. Everything yeah. that I want to eat is bad. So. I'm really trying to get a handle on this kind of thing right now because, like, I really don't think I eat all. I don't think I th- eat that bad, but I'm obviously not eating the greatest. Is you it know? the fact that you're not eating the greatest, or you're just not active enough? Well, I have been active the last I don't know well, a month or so at this point. Up until so, recently, yeah. No, there's the last like two years. Other than these last little bit, it's been embarrassingly bad like to your point earlier where you're like we're just walking around that was me too like i could eat whatever i wanted because i was i was either biking as a kid or walking to friend's house like we're just i really think about the hours of activity now versus as a kid and i'm like i don't even know if i can chalk it up to slow metabolism i was just like active all the time i'm in this chair for how many hours a day you know i can't even i have to concentrate my my activity to like an hour here or an hour there what happened but to like, your stand-up desk and stand-up podcasting it's here if I, I mean like and i mean like like i'm standing or sitting like i'm motionless basically mm-hmm. so am that's I, the problem is like you move away from your friends or everybody gets a job yeah and i mean to get comfortable really, like call up neighbor matt and be like hey you want to go for a walk it's it's yeah. a little bit more weird when you're in your 30s I don't even know if it's that. It's just I think it's just scheduling and timing and crap like that. Yeah, I can't even show up to this on time. I can't show up to anything on time. That's why you haven't heard no. me on my podcast. Like well, I work is that why? Retail. Oh, I work what? a so I work a retail job where yeah. for the last like five years I close. So I work one mm. to ten, two to eleven, stuff like that. So I work the complete opposite of everybody who I would normally yeah. record with or anybody else out there, and. Um, the last couple of years I do it because it works for the family. 
Yeah. So I have to wake up in the morning, get Jacob ready for school and get him to school. Mm -hmm. So if I'm working at eight in the morning, I can't do any of that. Yeah. So instead, I sacrifice the evening hours to make sure everything goes right in the morning. So yeah. then it's like everybody wants to like when they have time to record, it's it's almost like I have to be like, OK, let's plan it a month out and I'll request a Friday off or something like that. Kind of like right. I did for this. Like for this. Yeah. Because until my request went through, I was working one to ten tonight. Every every night. Like I work. Well, I mean, five nights a week and yeah. my days off rotate. So for oh, this week okay. was Tuesday, Wednesday. Next week's Tuesday, Wednesday. After that, yeah. it's like Wednesday, Thursday. So I don't oh. get like the weekends off. And I don't generally, unless I request it, I don't get a Friday off. Yeah. So it's one of those things where if I'm available when everybody else wants to record, I'll jump on. If not, it's, wasn't it your show? Isn't it your show? Like you, like don't you say these are my days off? Exactly. You're on the artwork, man. You and the turkey. Well, I guess you've added a few others. Added everybody. I'm and I'm and I'm advocating for you, and I hope that it's okay to do that. Um, hundred percent. But like, get on your show, man. A hundred percent. Like honestly, like. Turkey and I almost completely like just killed the podcast off because we had trouble recording. Yeah. So that's when I reached out to um, Mike, Ryan and Patrick, like mm -hmm. individually. I was just like reaching out to a bunch of people like, hey, this is what I'm trying to do. I don't want the podcast to die, blah, 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 yeah. blah. And like the three of them were like. You know, eventually they were like, well, I guess I have nothing better to do. Little did you know <laughs> they were well, basically going to become the show. Yeah, but it, it works awesome. It and then awesome. we added Skinny Matt and we added a Hungry Pup. So, mm -hmm. you know, now we've got this group of seven. So in theory, like on a Wednesday off, but I would have to plan it when like my wife's not working. I could be like, hey, guys, I have this Wednesday off. The wife will have the kids who mm -hmm. wants to jump on. And I'm sure two or three people would be able to. Right. Um, now that it's summertime, that'll be a little easier. So much more sure. difficult, though, during the school year. Yeah. So. Well, plus, I, I, my my mind was thinking about all the people that you were um, bringing onto the show, and I'm curious if you have to have some sort of like alias in order to be on the show. Like, well, we have our animals now. I mean, we've yeah, got, there's we've grouchy serves, there's trash turkey. turkey, there's a math man, there's a hungry pup, there's all like skin, like they're all you just don't you just don't have like just names. Nobody has a name. I mean, so how you're one of the few. I guess, Every, well, I've learned my lesson on Ryan, that front. Like, yeah. the thing is, if everybody's meeting on Twitter, chances are you're behind an alias at some point. Except it's for funny. I, I, saw, I saw a thread today that I'm like, I really wish I had a burner account of some sort. Just to reply, <laughs> like, there's there's dark humor, there's terrible jokes, there's things that I would love to just, like, jump in and say, like, man, I can't have my name attached to that thought. Like, what's wrong with my head right now? I can't say that, but... Yeah, I ran into that last year because I've always been an unfiltered person. I speak yeah. my mind. I don't care what mm -hmm. other people say. You know, during COVID, I happened to lose a whole bunch of friends because I was against the vaccine for myself. Mm -hmm. So, you know, of course, I had people telling me that I'm murdering people and all this other happy horseshit. And I don't think I knew that. And also that surprises me, given just how stressful a time you were particularly having uh, working in retail, oh, having yeah. record days, record months. 
you know, and well, with all and this consumer traffic. So when it first came out, everybody, you know, was going crazy. The world was locking up. I, at that point in time, I was like, well, this sucks. We have to go to work every day. We're around all these people. There were mass mandates. And, you know, for the first while, it was like, I am out here putting my life on the line. Yeah. And I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see it affecting enough people to like worry me after a while. It's like, mm -hmm. okay, I've literally been doing this for a year and a half. Yeah. I haven't had a sniffle. You know, nobody in my family's been sick yet. Like I know people that have gotten sick. Um, and the amount of people that I know that have personally died because of COVID or with COVID was very low. So in the grand scheme of things, like in my mind, it's like, I've been doing this. Everybody in my store has been doing it. Everybody in my wife's store has been doing it. Like it didn't put that fear in me after a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like, this is just another step. And then the, and then the vaccines came out and like, to me, the vaccines were rushed. Like most vaccines, it's like, we've been working on this for 10 years and it's safe. And with these, sure. it's like, Hey, we streamlined everything. We got it done in six months. Let's inject you. It's going to cure everything. Yeah. And I'm more of a wait and see. Um, the other thing is I have like a super sensitive system and I always have grown up probably because of my asthma and different stuff like that. So if I were to ever get the flu shot, I get knocked on my ass for a week and I feel awful. Whereas yeah. some people get like the sniffles. Like with me, every time I got it, it was like I felt feverish. I got the aches. I got everything. So I stopped take, getting take the flu shot for taking the flu shot instead of just yeah. getting the flu. Yeah. So I stopped getting the flu shot and I never really got the flu. Yeah. So with this, I'm like, eh, I don't want to put something in my body that mm -hmm. hasn't been like hugely tested. And now there's like three of them. And then like one of them came out and they're like, eh, probably don't want to do this one anymore. What was that? Yeah. Johnson and Johnson. Was it? So, yeah. Yeah. So for, for me, I, I don't mind what anybody else's stance are. You know, if you want the the shot and it made you feel better and you got your family vaccinated and all, like, that's great. You know, that's good for you. But for me, it was like, eh, I don't want to put that in my body. Mm -hmm. So because that was my personal stance, I had several friends who didn't believe that way. And, yeah. you know, we got into heated arguments and I'm like, you know, I'm not saying that everybody shouldn't be vaccinated. I'm just saying I don't want to be. Yeah. And, like, if, if that means that you don't want to hang out with me, I'm cool with that. Like, mm -hmm. we can talk on the internet, and when everything rolls over, we can hang out in person. But you telling me that my stance is murdering people, like, I don't know. That's going too far. So, Well, way to, way to murder all these people, Grouchy Surge. Are, did it not come up with work at all? Did it not, like, was it not Almost. mandated we for, so like... Almost, so close. Because um, I thought it was, like, every... When the I government thought, thought... was trying to pass that mandate. yeah. Yeah. Right. But then people filed in the courts that it was unconstitutional for yeah. them to do it. So it got put on hold and then it never made it through the courts. So mm -hmm. it just kind of silently went away. That probably like the when I think about it and I obviously I've had I've had the vaccine thrice. I apparently chose and or landed on the right. It's not even like it was a choice, especially you, know, you show up and you're like, I'll just yeah, whatever you got for me. Yeah, um, this is what we got. When I when I do think back on it though, like to to force people to take it is a little it is a little weird. It is it's a little I don't know I don't know what the word is exactly. But it, it when we have maybe some time removed from this, I think there is a bit of a realization to be had that forcing it to happen 
Um, whether it's like actually forcing or making situations so uncomfortable for people that uh, they feel like they have to anyways. I do think those are two different things in this situation. Yeah. Where you go like like, your travel is going to be limited if you don't. That's kind of a choice. But if the government's basically saying in order to work, you got to do it. I, I don't know. It's, it's weird. That's maybe as as edgy as I'll get on the yeah. on the topic. So, I, so I never felt company, uncomfortable about taking it. With my company, what the way they ended up doing it, well, the way they were going to do it was if you were vaccinated, then you could come to work and do everything as normal. If you were not vaccinated, yeah. you had to like get tested twice a week. Right. To say yeah. you were negative. Kind of a pain and, in the butt. Yeah, I mean it was a pain in the butt, but for the first while they were gonna be providing the tests. So mm-hmm. you'd show up, they'd swab you, you're negative, you can go to work. Yeah. Um, if it really got down to it and it was going to interfere with me being able to provide for my family, I would have gotten the shot and sure. just like, you know, grunted and been like, don't like. Yeah. But it never came down to that and I didn't have to. I mean, the wife and I talked about it and, you mm-hmm. know, we didn't have a problem doing it like if that's what it came to. And yeah. Sophia has joined the chat. Um <laughs> <laughs> So, but, but like I said, that's, I don't know. It it just bugs me that like this thing divided everybody so hardcore, Mm -hmm. like, and, and I think it's kind of like part of the symptom that started years ago where, you know, you used to, when you grew up, you'd be able to have friends and you could have differing opinions and you could argue about stuff, but in the end you're still friends. Yeah. And then over time, it's gotten more to the point where it's like everybody can only have my opinion or I can't be around them. Like Mm -hmm. I can't express myself and my different opinions. Um, You know, like the Trump election, like magnified that. Yeah. Because it was like, well, if you voted for Trump, you're ruining America. Um, I mean, you 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 believe in X, Y, and Z. I I agree with that, that Um, statement that it's, it's too much to, to take, one reality and apply it to right. all these other insinuations. Yeah, and that's the thing is like, I could have voted for Trump. I don't have to like the guy, but I could have liked some of the policies that he was talking about implementing. Yeah. You know, I didn't, I don't have to like Biden, but maybe I like some of the stuff that he was talking about implementing. I mean, that's the whole core of having, you know, a two party system. It's yeah. like, okay, I like what this party's preaching. I don't have to like the person. So yeah. like, and I mean, I'm sure you saw it as well. Like even in the podcast community, it was like, if you voted for Trump, you're ruining America. I don't even want you in my life. Follow me and yep. stop listening to my podcast. Literally. Like, yep. what the mm-hmm. f-? like, dude, I'm, I'm paying you money. Other people are paying you money. And you're just going to say that if you voted for this person, I want you out of my life. And yeah. like, that's like, like, that's the part that I couldn't get because I mean, everybody has those stories like, Oh man, I can't bring up politics because grandma or Aunt Lucy, she's going to just start talking about how this person's ruining the world. Yeah. And it's like, but at the end of the day, you can be friends and family. And like, once it gets to the point where it's like, you either have to have my opinion or I don't want you in my life. It's like, that's what blows my mind is like, how did mm-hmm. we get there? Well, we're all we're that. all larger children is the problem. Like we're all just we're all just kids and we're we have money. <laughs> we have jobs now and we're stressed out. And I don't know, it's a it's 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 a prioritization on just being right, whether or not it, regardless of what it actually means for a friendship relationship or, or a given situation. It's like 
that that's second, third, or like 15th on the list. Besides, I'm I have my way of thinking and I'm gonna deploy it on you one way or another. And if you don't jive with that, then whatever. I feel I feel right. I feel whatever the word is yeah. about this. I feel positive about it. And yeah, you kind of lose sight a little bit of what like fast forward five years in the future and this is a hard stance that you've taken and it's like are how's that working out for you that's kind of my thing like that i actually kind of center around is what's making you happy and i guess that's part of the i'll cut some people will cut other people off because those interactions are making them unhappy but i feel like you'll ultimately just be alone in the long run if that's the approach of no matter if, if this person thinks this way I can't have them in my life. And it's like, well, if that's the, if that's the attitude, you're just going to start applying that to all the remaining people in your life. And it's like, that person's cut off. And then that person's cut off. Then that person's cut off. Right. And suddenly it's you just look around slowly, and there's nobody around. Yeah. It's slowly just going to get more extreme. Like, I think that's the, yes. Yes. It's like cutting a piece of pie. At some point, there's just going to be that one piece left. And, and then you're, you just you're eat it. be like looking in the mirror, just eating it. Wishing that Weird Al was here singing to you, eat it, eat it, eat it, eat it. Oh, that's a good one, man. That's <laughs> a, we don't we don't have music like that anymore. We don't have we don't have zany Weird Al anymore, so and we don't have. Well, I mean, it's far okay, from it's mainstream. Just, yeah, um, like oh, and and like very similar. Um, you know, the whole politics, and you have to have my opinion. It's mm-hmm. like it's the same thing with cancel culture. And yeah. it's like becoming so extreme and, you know, I, I didn't bother touching upon it at all, but you did like when Chris Rock got slapped by Will Smith over a joke. Yeah. It was like, you people have... did not like my take on that at first, man. No, your take was a hundred percent right. Like comedy is like the last bastion of like peace of mind out there because it's like, that's the one area where you can, you should be able to talk about anything or make a joke about anything. Yeah, and I agree. Like, okay, maybe there's lines and you don't have to be happy with it, but I'm sorry. Then change the channel, like, dude. Like, that's just my, that, that, especially on comedy, but like, and it is, when you say last bastion, it's like, yeah, like we used to, we've been slowly but surely just saying like, we're not allowed to do this. We're not allowed to do this. And as kids, you, you look at the parents who are saying those things and you're like, mom, like I want to listen to this music. I want to watch this TV show. Like South Park is funny because it is offensive and it is terrible. And like, that's the appeal. That's the draw. And you're mad at the people who were taking that down. And now like, that's us. Like where are the people who are doing it? And I don't know. We just, we, we grew up to, it seems more extreme. But well, it's, like, it's because it's becoming effective. Like, like for yeah. when we were kids, our parents would just yell about stuff. But like Marilyn Manson still went on tour, you know, hundred yeah. percent. Like there would be protests, but like he didn't like lose his career over like certain things. Like some. See, and now even just saying actors. his name. See, now even like saying like Marilyn Manson should still tour. It's like now people will apply. Like, well, that obviously you believe in blah blah blah. It's like, dude, he's just. An extreme character. And do I think he was like a good person? I have no idea. Probably not. Not even part of my calculus on this. The news that's come out recently. but Probably not. That's beside the point. I think it is beside the point. But like my thing, like my whole thing with the comedy thing is you can go back in time to any point and you had two Mm -hmm. things that offended older people. It was rock and roll and comedy. 
Yeah, man. Like different changes in music. And, and like with comedy, you could just see it like develop over time. And every generation, there's something that was super offensive. And then with the next generation, you're like, that's pretty timid. Yeah. And, and yeah. now like a guy gets slapped on national TV for a G.I. Jane joke. Mm-hmm. And then what? Dave Chappelle got attacked at a comedy club. Yeah. And it's I don't know. Everything is too hypersensitive. Well, and everybody's it's offended. It's it's um, actually it's not even the offended part. It's it's actually and the the thing that surprised me where I'm just like, you know what? I'm not even talking about this, especially on Twitter, was um that that people go, well, because Dave Chappelle says X, Y, and Z, yeah, he probably should be this. And it's like that's a quick that's a quick justification for violence, man. Like I just like regardless of even if we're talking about what people should or shouldn't say, it's like our our quick jump to go that person does deserves to be hit or struck publicly i don't know man that's 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 not a good place for us to be be able to tell somebody we're that soon to violence like if i didn't like something i could just tell you sean you're an asshole shut up yeah but now it's like sean i don't want to hear you anymore i'm gonna see if i can get all your podcasts canceled because well there's i don't like it's the when we were like on the playground and somebody says something you didn't like, or they offended you or said like a bad, like they took a, your mom joke a little too far. Then you'd have a scrap on the playground. And it's like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that that's right. Maybe that's not right. I don't, I don't know there, but it seems like there's a place for that sort of thing. And now everybody's like back in my day. Like if you cross the line, you'd get struck across the face. So yeah, you should, we should do that. It's like in real life, like in real life, in our, in our everyday, we should just like, somebody says something, we should hit them. I, yeah. This is not a Bugs Bunny cartoon. (laughs) Yeah. They don't just get like the birds like or whatever. They don't get a little bump on their head. Like they I don't know. Like I've seen too many people get get really hurt. You're supposed to be able to have like meaningful conversations and debates, and I should be able to express my opinion and you can express yours, and we don't have to agree. If you and I are so how did it how did it work? Day, Obviously, people didn't like what you had to say. How did you personally feel when when everyone else was saying to you how they felt? Uh, or well, what their I, opinion was? I blocked a couple people on Facebook once mm. they started to cross a line. Sure, and I'm I'm willing to express my point. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be hyper offensive about it. I'm not gonna be up in your face and be like, if you don't believe my point, you're dumb. I'm yeah. just gonna express my opinions. And, you know, go through the facts as I know them. Yeah. Um, And if you're going to come back at me in the same manner and be like, you know, this is what I know. This is what I've seen. You know, this is what I've read. That's one thing. But if you're going to personally attack me over a belief, like that's when it's like, okay, this is toxic. It has to end. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, there were a couple people I had to cut out. However, there's a whole bunch of people out there who I'm still friends with and I can still talk to even if they disagreed with me. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I don't get the mindset where did you never get, can't... you never get COVID. Did you never catch it? Oh, no, I got it. My whole family oh, got okay. it except for my seven year old. So like, and unvaccinated, you, you, you got it and you were unvaccinated. Like I got it, but I was vaccinated. So I was like, okay, well this is bad, but probably could have been worse. Yeah. So right before Thanksgiving last year, my teenager got it. Yeah. So, he was out of school for like two weeks. Yeah. So after he got healthy, my wife came down with it. Mm-hmm. Like a week later, I got it. And then once we both kind of recovered, our three-year-old got it. Yeah. Um, and 
Um, my wife, she had like a fever for a day or so. She lost her sense of smell. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it was some fatigue. And like, did it me, come back? Like, I've got friends who lost it and like they never, like, they lost their taste and it never came back. Or yeah, at least I know hasn't one for a person, long time. I know one person who hasn't had a sense of smell or taste for almost a year. Yeah. And it's slowly coming back. There's certain things that she's starting to sense again. Yeah. Um, but with my wife, you know, it was like a week or two. Mm -hmm. um, with me, I just got like extremely fatigued. Yeah. Like I would wake up and I'd walk downstairs to like get breakfast. And man, I just needed to take a nap after that. So, yeah. yeah so COVID, um, I feel some lingering effects. And I don't know if it's just because like I got super lazy during COVID and all I did was eat and sleep and I gained weight. And then I kept gaining weight because then I started yeah. eating unhealthy afterwards. Yeah. But like um, I had really bad joint pain in my ankles for about six to eight months after COVID. Good. And it was, so, wow. And it was constant. Like it was... Like I would wake up in the morning and my ankles ached and yeah. by the end of the work day, cause I'm on my feet all day. Like yeah. it was just a chore to walk. Yeah. Um, and now, and, and I'm, I really haven't lost weight since then, but mm -hmm. now over the last like month or two, I've really been noticing that that's basically gone. So, um, I, I don't know. Just it, ran it, his course kind of thing over the it, course it of could have, part of a year. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's the thing is like, we don't know enough about COVID to know. And evidently it affects so many people differently. Like yeah. the, the, the big reason COVID put me in a panic is because I have asthma. So the right. big fear was it's going to attack my lungs. And if yes. I get it, I could be screwed. So of course, when I got it, my wife went into panic mode. Um, yeah. We, uh, she sent me to the hospital for, I don't know what it was called. Some sort of monocolonial antibody infusion. Sure. Um, which basically means they hooked me up to an IV for an hour and poured stuff into my system to help me try to yeah. take it. Um, but didn't you think it was just an eventuality of getting it? Like, was it really that surprising to get it? 100%. Or? And, and that's the other thing is um, I know a whole lot of people who are vaccinated and then got it. Or they were vaccinated, then got their booster, and then got it, or got it a second time. Yeah, I got, got it after it the booster. Time. I never expected the vaccine to keep it keep me from getting it. I always thought like, is, I, 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 and I'm not a doctor. I think it's the same thing with the flu that is, you're just better equipped to deal with it when you do ultimately right. catch it just by being out in the wild. So the, obviously the, the specific choice not to be vaccinated, knowing the potential ranges of impacts that it could have on you. I'm just trying to get into the mindset of like, okay, now it's here. Like now, like. Are you allowed to be surprised? Are you allowed to be alarmed? I don't know. Like, obviously, you oh, are no, allowed. I mean, I'm, I'm being extreme I in that. Wording. I mean, it was, it was what, this past November. So it was a year and a half, two years after everything happened. Yeah. And to me, this was like the flu. At some point, everybody's going to get it. You know? Yeah. Maybe, it just doesn't seem I'm like a flu you want. It's like seven strains later, and it's easier yeah. to deal with. Um, but like with my wife and I, our main concern what, oh, this is the part of the podcast where I ask you for recording yet. Yes. The entire does. time. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so um, like my wife and I, our main concern was the people who were high risk in our lives yeah. were protected. Yeah. So like, her parents, her aunt, you know, all up near 70s. My parents who are, you know, health problems, but they're both over 70 and stuff like that. So yeah. our concern was those people are protected. And if we're going to see them, we'll wear masks and we'll, you know, do all of this stuff to try to mitigate the risks. And like if somebody while you sick, had COVID, you would just well, mask no, no, up no. and... 
Oh, okay. Oh, just like just around. before. Okay. Like, hang after. on a second. Okay, let's see how far this goes. Okay, but I'm saying yeah. like before, like yeah, when I got you. like when we yeah. had COVID, we stayed in the house. We didn't do anything. We sure. actually, our two younger kids, the seven year old and the four year old, we sent them over with her parents so that yeah. they weren't just in get the house out. at the time. Yeah. Exactly. We still had the teenager, but he had just recovered from it. Sure. So in theory, he shouldn't get it again that quick. Yeah. So yeah, you know, we had to take the leave from work and we stayed in the house till we recovered. But like before that, like I said, like that was where we were like, okay, let's make sure our parents are protected. Mm -hmm. You know, they're the ones who are older and at risk. Whereas we're younger, we're, you know, relatively healthy, overweight, but healthy. Yeah. These are the moments where you, where you were, because we all, I think we all kind of talk to ourselves and say like, oh, we're, we're getting really old. And then you go, hang on a second. We got like all these relatives. We got, you got like, there's, there's still time for that. Maybe, you know, I have so to, I ha- before, okay, before, yeah, before you, you ask this, I, you probably have a note or something, but before you ask this, it struck me recently because I grew up with an older dad. You yeah. Know, he started later. Um, my egg donor, she was young when she had me, but I grew up with an older dad and I was always like, man, I am never going to make that mistake. Like I was, he was uh 30 when I was born, which mm-hmm. doesn't sound that bad anymore. But, you know, when you're 15 and he's 45, it's like, dude, most of the time there's like, you know, 15, 20 year age gap, but he was 30. So I like the other day out and like, I know I started old and I get it and I'm cool with it. But the other day, it just like, kind of like a moment of laughter hit me. I'm sitting here and I was like, you know, I was 15 years old in high school. And my dad was 45. Yeah. And I was like, my son is seven. Just finished first grade and I'm 45. Yeah. <laughs> Half the age. And my daughter it just turned four. I was like, man, when I said I will never do that, evidently what I meant was I'm going to push that back another decade. Then I'm going to have kids. That's so what they call just, famous last really words. Unique way to look at it. Yeah, when you you got to knock on wood when you say something like that, or you yeah. damn yourself forever. Yeah, it yeah, just, man, that's crazy. A, that's a whole other dynamic. Uh, what I was going to ask, and was there's, I had no idea we we're going to go down this road. So there are no notes for this sort of thing. Yeah, what happened? I, I, like you just wanted to have a COVID conversation with me? Sure. Not at all. I don't even know how it came <laughs> up. We'll have to we'll have to check the tape. I have to ask, like. We saw what happened with Bobby. We saw what happened with Chris White in the podcasting community as well. Like, how do you like, how did that impact you watching that kind of stuff happen and still make the the decision? So, I mean, the Bobby one kind of affected me because, you know, he was someone I communicated with. He was someone that I listened to almost daily, you know, between like all the podcasts he did or listening to like his YouTube in the background. He did so much that he was just a voice in my life at all times. Yeah. So that one hit me hard that, you know, he got sick and he was out for so long. And just when everybody thought he was going to recover, like, you know, COVID went down the wrong direction. Um, And wouldn't it have been amazing for him to get a vaccine? Yes. And then like, even um, my sister-in-law, her father-in-law, you know, died either of or with COVID. Um, but like, the thing is, it's like, you have those instances that hit you, but we also saw so many people who got it said that it wasn't that bad and recovered like Marty from the Nintendo dads. 
Sure. You know, he was another one, like, you know, a bigger guy, maybe not the greatest health because of his weight, just like me, just like Bobby. And, you know, he kicked it. And there were so many people I know that kicked it that it's... Did he not have the vaccine? Did Marty not have the vaccine? I thought he did. I don't even know if the vaccines were out at that time. Like, I... Yeah. I don't know. The past two years all happened in a two week span in my mind. Dude, it is. And that's so funny because I have to remind myself sometimes. I mean, not so much anymore, but um, that like the vaccine wasn't out when Bobby got sick. And that that's the thing that keeps running through my mind was like, I wonder what he would have what he would have done. Now, we never know because ultimately, like, you just can't go back. Right. And I, I'm, I always know. I always wonder, like, what Bobby would have said, just given how I know how he is. Right. And. I I so like part of me wonders if he would have said no thanks, which would which would have required for him to not have gotten sick to have you know gotten through a certain period of time until it became available. And I'm curious what he would have said. So all of that considered, yeah, like yeah. that that kind of that strikes me as like okay, well, yeah, like what what's the other side? What's the other risk of of the vaccine? I'm just trying to get a mindset of choosing not to and and acknowledging that. It has taken Bobby, it's taken Chris, maybe another person in your life versus getting it or taking the vaccine and right. but not being at, killed by the vaccine. And, and, and that's the thing is like, I don't know. I just, I look at it like so many other things. Like I've lost people to other illnesses. Mm -hmm. I've lost people to heart disease because they were overweight and never ate healthy. Right. Um, I've lost people to alcoholism, and yet here I am with a Mountain Dew and a Fireball. Right. Um, so, yeah, that probably like, explains a lot of it. Like I, I, <laughs> Honestly, I, that says that. <laughs> like I don't know. It's just like yeah. when I look back at life, and you know, I've seen the stuff that I've gone through, and I've seen what other people have gone through. It's like you know, I I know people who got sick and never recovered, and then I know people who recovered. Yeah. And, and it was just, it was one of those things that like, if it hits me, I will deal with it then. Yeah. But I don't know. I just, I, I have a hard time wrapping my mind around injecting myself with something that they came up with so quick. Hmm. Yeah. Like, I mean, that... And, and that, but I grew up like a sickly child. Yeah. You know, I'm, just in the way, like, I mean, mainly it was like asthma, but yeah. I grew up not being able to breathe and I grew up like being hospitalized in an oxygen tent multiple times. Yeah. And it's, it's just one of those things where like, I couldn't justify it for myself. Like mm -hmm. I didn't feel right with it, but at the same time, I don't have a problem with anybody else who is like, this is the way I think it should work. And this mm -hmm. is what I'm doing for myself and my family. Yeah. Like, like I didn't take that hard stance where I'm like, Sean, you're an idiot. If you get the vaccine, we don't know the risks. We don't know. The See, side that's effects. where I wanted to get to. It, yeah. Like that's where just, when, when people were, when somebody would come to you with like questions, like I'm coming to you with, like, what's the mindset of the other side is really what I wanted to get into because it's frustrating for one side of the aisle to go, how dare you? But if you're on the other side of the yeah. aisle, then, then people are coming at you with their opinion. And it's like, you don't necessarily have the same vitriol. Um, with your side. So I'm actually more because I obviously totally disagree with the decision. Correct. But I'm interested in the conversation that comes out of that, to be honest with you. It's like that. I think that mo that should happen more often. I and I'm saddened that it doesn't is probably the biggest thing on pretty much every issue is that 
you the, I think the expectation that people put on themselves and each other is that if you come even if you come across somebody with a with a different opinion, you better make your stance known. And the only way to make your stance known is to attack the other person. And I just fundamentally disagree with that as a reasonable reaction. Right. Right. And so I just don't think I should like lash out at you for well, this. And, and that's, like and call that's me fine, crazy. Like, you you don't have to agree with my stance. You you don't have to, you know, you can disagree with it, and we can have this conversation. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I am perfectly okay with everybody making the other decision. It was yeah. just for me, and and like we told our teenager, like if you want to get vaccinated to be able to do whatever it is, that totally. Like, then that's that's up to you. I'm not gonna yeah. put like to me. This all boils back to like the religion argument. Like mm. if you, I grew up in a very open and understanding family. So mm-hmm. with my my dad and my mom, I grew up where they allowed me to make decisions. They told yeah. me that if these decisions lead to lead down certain paths, then they were going to interfere and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, they allowed me to listen to obscene music. Mm-hmm. They just said that if we hear you using these words or these phrases, then it's going to go away. Yeah. Um, you know, when when it was like, hey, Dungeons and Dragons is like for devil worshippers. Yeah, like, I remember well, that. You That's why I couldn't game. play Diablo. I couldn't like, play Diablo for that reason. Yeah. So my parents were never of that mindset. Um, we could play Doom. They didn't know it was about hell. <laughs> it was just it's, in the name. It's all it was... in the advertising. Exactly. Um, and then so, like, it was the same way with religion growing up. Like, yeah. my, pa- my parents are Catholic. Mm-hmm. Most of my friends from that area were Catholic. We grew up in a yeah. very Catholic town. And when it came time to do the whole, I don't know what it's called, like catechism or whatever it is when you're a teenager and you go through this thing and then they're like, you are now one with God, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, my parents let me make that decision. They were like, this is what we believe. We're not going to try to force you to believe the same thing. Yeah. Um, I think that's that's confirmation, I think, is what you're talking about. And that is really, that's that's kind of the point of it, is that it's really supposed to be that individual's choice. Because when they're baptized, they're a little baby, and they have their godfather or godmother, godparents, making the choice for them. Based on what I've seen, confirmation is never the child's choice. That's it. hence my, the heavy bolding around. That's what it's yeah. supposed to be. Definitely. So my my 16 year old is going through it right now. Is he going through yeah. it because he wants to do it? No, he's going through it because my wife said, this oh, is wow. what we're doing. Like she's Catholic. She wants him to go through it. And, and you know, it's. Wow. I don't think I ever knew this. This is this, like, it's a hyper intensive version of what we just talked about, but in your household. Like different. Oh, my wife and I have so many different opinions. Wow. Like the fact that she married me speaks a lot to her tolerance level. Because, (laughs) like, I mean, she grew up Catholic. So one of the things she always wanted was like a church wedding. Yeah. Well, the one thing she can't have is a Catholic church wedding unless I go through and I get confirmed. Yeah. And I told her that at some point after we've been married, if she decides that's still what she wants to do, I said, I will do it. I was like, but know that I'm doing it just so you can have your wedding. I'm not yeah. doing it because of my beliefs. I'm not doing it because I want to be part of the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. I am literally just going through the motions so that mm-hmm. you can have what you want. Yeah. And 
thus far she hasn't like come up and been like, okay, this is what I want. Yeah. Um, but, but like I was saying, like I grew up in an open house where my parents let me make my own decisions. Yeah. It didn't have to be what they chose. They let me know what their choices were, their beliefs, you know, whether it was politics or religion or whatever. And, you know, they said, whatever you want to do, we support you. Mm -hmm. So I grew up a lot more free than a lot of my friends. Yeah. And because of that, I feel like I have more of an open mind and more of a, like, I'm willing to question a lot of things and I'm willing to go against the grain because it was supported while I was younger. Sure. It wasn't like we're Catholic. So you're getting confirmed. This is what we are. So you're doing this. It was all like you make your choices we will support you. Even if we don't agree with you, we will support you on it. I mean, that's probably a good stance to have as a parent, to be honest with you. Like you probably better not to, to wedge, but that's a fine line too. Like you still want to, it's hard to do it's it, but like, how do you, how do you have some sort of boundaries? Like, do you establish boundaries for the kids or do you not like, and where are they and how hard, how high are the walls on these boundaries? Like how right. strict do you enforce these kind of things? These are things that I question and wonder about every single day. Like, I don't know. That's it's, it's Me hard too. to even define like, the biggest one that I can't get over in my head. Like this is the one where it's like, there's this weird, like I get that I should support my children no matter what, let them make their yeah. own choices, let them know what I want. But my seven-year-old, for the life of me will not come around. He tells me, dad, I hate the Steelers because you like them. And I just keep trying to force them in. I just keep trying to force them in there. I'm like, no, you got to watch them with me. He goes, no, football's dumb. And I'm like, no. Yeah. (laughs) He's already articulated and realized the, the reason for, for sons to exist is for them to dislike and go completely against whatever the dad well, listen, enjoys. Listen, like, whatever I like is what you're supposed to like. I yeah, like he's not supposed games, to realize like what he's doing. Yeah, they're not oh, supposed to realize what they're doing. He says it too. He laughs. Oh my god! The other yeah, day we were doing oh. something, and like I was playing some some music that I liked, and he goes, "Dad, do you like this song?" I'm like, "I love this song." He goes, "Okay, I don't like it because you do." I was like, "Oh, oh. What a dickhead." What I know. Dickhead. And Kick he did it on purpose too. He Get was laughing one. when he said it. <laughs> Get another one. That's, that's... Oh. He just disappeared behind that futon. He's Both of them. Boop. Um, but yeah, no, he he's got my personality. He's he likes to joke, he likes to prank, and he likes to uh to push his limits. No so, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> he's a mini me. But yeah, that's the one I can't get past is the sports thing. Like, well, I don't care I what remember religion actually is, having I that conversation with my dad. I remember saying, like, I remember asking them, why, why do we have to watch hockey? Why him, my uncle was over and I was wondering, why are we watching hockey? Like, I'd rather watch cartoons right now. And they were trying to explain to me that for them, hockey is like Saturday morning cartoons. And I'm like, that's stupid. Like, that doesn't make any sense. And you know what? The 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 cold and the the, the hard irony about it all is one day he'll grow up and either he'll have a kid who does the exact same thing to him or he'll start to come around on all the things he said he hated. Oh, and yeah. Start to and, actually like and to be honest, I, I really don't mind. Like, he can like whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. He he likes different games than I like, although he plays some games with me. So we do have like a common ground. 
But if he yeah. doesn't like football, he doesn't like football at the end of the day. Yeah. Hopefully my daughter does. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I just, I want them to have their own personality. I want them to have like, I want them to form their own set of beliefs. And mm-hmm. like, I know a whole lot of Daddy. kids grow up and they're like, Daddy. I like this because my dad Daddy. likes it. Mm-hmm. And I don't want them Daddy. to like something just because I like it. Does she want to be on the show? Oh, she wants me to help her wash her hands. She'd be on the show. Can we ask you her questions? You want to come over on the show? You want to come say hi? Oh, a wave. It's an audio podcast, lady. <laughs> well, I guess actually technically there's, there's video too. YouTube.com slash carpool gaming. Yeah. Having kids is really out of this one. I've ever done. I don't think you're getting out of this one. I'm not getting out of anything. Yeah, she she said she's happy. Aww. She's like, she's the sweet one of my kids. Yeah. I, I was that's talking it, to somebody and she just crawled in my lap one. and watched. I, um, my daughter isn't, isn't really a, a cuddly, a, a affectionate type of kid. Um, but when the moments happen, it's like, yeah, I'm holding on to this one for a bit. That's the yeah. way Jacob is. He's the seven year old. He, he doesn't want the affection. He doesn't want to be like the center of attention. Mm-hmm. Like he got an award for something in school and he, he doesn't want to talk about it. Like he just doesn't want that focus on him. Yeah. But her, she's going to be like the social butterfly. She's going to have the, all the friends. Like when we take her to the park, she, she like just picks out friends. Dad, this is my best friend. We're going to go over here and play. And she'll like pick two or three people and she'll just play with them for the rest of the night. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. dude, it's, um, it's about that time in the, in the hour, actually. I'm, I'm curious if uh, there's anything else you got on your mind before we, before we wrap things up here, my friend. Uh, I don't know. Politics and COVID. I think we covered. Yeah. That's pretty much the it. The last right? two years. Yeah. Well, get, get back on your damn podcast. For God's sakes. Uh, glad to see you podcasting and creating content with, of course, Dave Moore, who I am working on getting on this show. We got to we got to figure similar type oh, of scheduling yeah. kind of things out. That would be really good. Uh, do you want to let everybody know where they can send all their love love messages over to you on the Internet? All, all I want everybody to do is uh, go on YouTube and follow the Snack Network. Watch okay. me and Dave at five in the morning Pacific time. On Tuesdays, drinking an energy drink. Yes. Come to Vegas and listen to my kids scream. Okay, so you're still here. I'm very curious to hear from you guys what you thought of this conversation. I I actively wanted to explore... A bit of a difference of viewpoints here. I had no idea we were going to go down this area. I, I I don't just like, I'm not a very good actor. I'm not a very good liar. The, the reaction you guys got from me was was quite genuine because, um, yeah, at the beginning of the pandemic, Grouchy was quite concerned about COVID and the fact that he was working in a retail area. And then I guess I just hadn't talked to him or about this. I'm not sure exactly how it happened, but I missed this, this whole point uh, and perspective from him. So that really did catch me off guard, and I was actively trying to make sure that I was keeping the conversation open. It's rare that I actually dive into like my own mentality during the conversation. I don't, I don't typically do this, but I wanted to kind of open up to you guys a little bit because I was really that's that's what was running through my mind. I just want to go, 
I, and I think I clarified at the end, I disagree. A hundred percent. I like, I, I obviously we, my whole family, like we're all, we're all doing the vaccine stuff, but can people who come at it from different perspectives still have a civil conversation and still be friends at the end of it? I think I, like, I'm still friends with Grouchy Surge after that. And I hope that this is a, just an example of what we can do together. It's not the end of the world. I don't, well, <laughs> the pandemic was almost the end of the world, but you guys, you know what I'm trying to say here. I'm very curious to know what you guys think of this. I thought this was a particularly interesting episode. I would have probably gone a little bit longer, um, but a little bit of background noise was prompting maybe the end of the episode here. So thank you guys for listening. Thanks for sticking around for the whole thing. I really appreciate it. And um, as you guys know, follow the show or support. You guys could support us. I already talked about the beginning. Uh, Court's doing a great job on the uh, on the socials. So follow us all. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. Carpool Gaming. Now, Every episode of We The Gamer Cast ends with a clip of Bobby Pauls, the late great Nintendo guru, one of the greatest people who ever lived on this planet. And I want to uh, give a special thank you to Josh Stapleton, one of the most, another one of the most amazing people on the planet, who is sending these clips for us to enjoy and to remember Bobby. This clip is from the Geek Gurus. I was recording while I was uh, one of the last times I was in Toronto. Actually, I was uh, outside of the Ball Diamond over there. Rogers, whatever the hell, the Sky Dome, whatever the Sky Dome's called now. And uh, Bobby is talking about DC stuff, and Toby has a British way of saying Aquaman. So please enjoy, and I'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Myself, I am geeking out a little thing that I watched yesterday called Justice League. Um, I will admit it's not my favorite movie of all time, um, but I they did enough in this movie to excite me. Uh, as a DC fan, there were so many different Easter eggs within that I was just flipping out when, when I saw them. Um, I felt like uh, The Flash and Aquaman are tremendous. They did such yeah. a hell of a job. Oh, they did a hell of a job, man. And um, Really? There's... I saw a clip. Yeah. Bobby, on yeah. Graham Norton. Do you yeah. know what Graham Norton is? I, know, I love Graham Norton. He's amazing. So, yeah, Aquaman was on Graham Norton. And Jason, I showed a Jason clip. Momoa. yeah. Aquaman, right? Because he had his trident and everything, so yeah. he's Aquaman when he's on there. Yeah. When it's actually, it's not a trident. It's a. Uh, it's a trident. It? It's a trident. No, no, it's not a trident. It's got the five prongs instead it... of three, so it's not a trident. It's a. Well, then that's the wrong one. But it's a trident. That's what they call. Well, that's it what he comic. had. That's what they called in the comic. They called the trident. Like a, is it like a menorah? He I said that the menorah. trident comes in the next film. I don't know. I don't know. Me. Anyway, go ahead. Maybe go he ahead. was joking. I don't know. I don't anyway, know. Uh, the clip they showed was when Batman was talking like first met him trying to recruit him or something yeah, yeah, yeah. and that whole scene like it was pretty bad like obviously it's out of context i don't know where it fits yeah, into the film yeah, yeah, but yeah. like is he is aquaman actually cool he is badass when yeah. i oh dude he is awesome like i love him dude there, i don't i can't spoil anything i can't say anything but yeah. there's there's stuff he does that makes you if you catch it Makes you laugh out loud. Like there is some good stuff. He is, he's just a badass. He really is. Like, Bobby, Aqu- can I ask you a question? Yeah, go ahead. About Jason Momoa, because I I was looking at a picture of him, you know, standing waist deep in the water, uh-huh. and I was looking at his abs and his body and, <laughs> he's and everything. Insane, and I dude. was as I was looking at this, I was eating a pizza, and I wondered to myself, <laughs> how like do you have an answer? How often do you think he eats pizza? Probably Ever? never. Is it once Probably a week? Never. never. Is never. that the answer? Probably never. But I like the fact that, like, okay, so Aquaman always gets a bad rap of, like, oh, well, your power is you talk to fish and stuff. And it's funny because they actually, like, reference this. 
And mm-hmm. because that's not what he does. Like, that's not a thing. You know, it's like when you watch that stuff when you're a kid and like, the Super Friends and stuff, like, you see what they do. But, like, they've taken him into, like, a more badass role um, in, in the comics as well. Uh, Jeff Johns, he revamped the whole thing, the whole origin story and stuff, and it's really good. I loved what they did, man. I thought it was really well done. The Flash is awesome because the Flash just adds that little bit of humor at certain parts. It just makes you laugh. You know, it's it's really cool because he's kind of like us. You know what I mean? Like, if you found out that there were superheroes around and there actually are superheroes and you're meeting them for the first time, like, how would you react? And that's how he's reacting. Like, for us as the viewers, we're like, well, of course that's Batman. Like, you, you, you know, we know. But he's, like, yeah. freaking out when he finds it. You know what I mean? It's just, like, really cool, man. It's it's just really well done. 